Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. And today we are looking at Caleb. And if you have been following along on the Life with God book by Richard J. Foster, on page 206, we have this great uh, overview of God's purpose of transformation in history. And we've talked about this a little bit in other podcasts but it starts out right with kind of creation and the Garden of Eden. And then we go through some individuals, Adam, Eve, Enoch, Noah. Then we start to hit the families, Abraham and Sarah, and then Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. Then we start to get to the tribes. We hit Moses, right? And then all the Jewish people are leaving Egypt. And now we get into kind of a specific people group. And now uh, we have this just a quick kind of transition between Moses and Joshua, where we have shoved in Caleb. Caleb. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, so we're going to learn a little bit about Caleb today before we get to hear about him on Sunday. Yeah, he's he's a super fascinating person. Like he is a really fascinating person who, while we don't hear a lot about, he he exemplifies a lot of what we have been called to do as as believers. Um, and, And the biggest thing is his complete devotion to God. His complete devotion to who God is um, and what God has called him and the people of Israel to. Um, so that, like last week, we talked about Moses. We talked about this this guy who led the people of Israel to the border of the land of Canaan. So on the border of this land that was flowing with milk and honey. It was promised to them by God, it was, right? Yes. He's like, this is yours. Is milk and honey a good combo? Um, I think it is. I know my wife like puts honey on everything, like cereal. Yeah, and she I puts love it in honey. with yogurt. She does, really? yeah. She puts honey and yogurt all the time with like blueberries and stuff. So yogurt is pretty close to milk. So that's I super guess, interesting. I yeah. don't know why I just thought of that, but yeah. I've never combined milk and honey. But either way, Moses leads him to this land, and this is a land that God had promised, and but it was occupied right at this time by the people of Anak. Um, so they're like, all right, God promises this land; it's occupied right now. Let's go see if we can take it. So Moses sends twelve spies one from each tribe of Israel to say, hey, let's let's go see um, if this is conquerable. Where else do we see the number 12? I, it's nowhere else in scripture, <laughs> literally nowhere else. Um, and Caleb, representing the tribe of Judah, goes into the land and spends 40 days there scoping out the land. Mm-hmm. He's, he's scoping it out saying, hey, what, what chances do we have of taking this? Do we have the ability to overcome it? And all of the spies come back. So all 12 come back to Moses and give their report. And only two people say it's possible. Caleb and the person we'll talk about next week, Joshua. And these two people come with a positive report. They're like, no, absolutely. We can take it. They're big. They're strong. But we can we can take it. And the, the, the fascinating part is they are not afraid because they trust so deeply in the promises of of the Lord. Like God promised this this land. So of course we can take it. He will equip us. He will guide us. Um and he and he will lead us. The, the land has been told, promised by God that it will be ours. So Caleb and Joshua are like, "Hey, yeah, we can we can take it." 
but this like for some reason which blows me away a little bit like enrages the people in israel yeah like they're so mad that they threatened to stone them immediately because they were terrified of how big the people were and how fortified yes. all the whatever the city was and everything. Yes, and this is where I find myself in old reading Old Testament scripture. I I like find myself reading the story of Israel, like them going through the Promised right. Land, them going through the desert, them going through like doubting God after the Red Sea. Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys <laughs> get doing? Get this through your heads! Like, like he's for yeah. you. And then I look at my own life. I'm like. Uh, uh. What are you doing, Anson? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, why aren't you trusting God? Yeah. But they get so mad because they're like, no, we can't do that. So they literally threaten to stone them. And God gets so angry at the people that, like, he's about to do something big. Like, he might be like, hey, we're going to start over. Like, right. sort of Noah situation while he promised that he wouldn't do it, it again. But he he at least shows that he's like, hey, I'm I'm really mad. So instead of God's kindling his anger against them, Moses like intercedes. He's like, yeah, please don't do this. Like, please don't wipe out these people. Please don't whatever. Like Moses comes in between. And that's what we see so powerful of, of the person of Moses. He's, he's like this intercessory. He's this person who's walking with God and closely with, with God and leading these people. So instead of God being like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take these people out. He's like, all right, none of you will inherit the promised land other than Joshua and Caleb yeah. who placed faith in God and their faith and trust in what God had promised them. Um, and that's the fascinating, like that is where we see now we, there's more about Caleb, but that's where we see his like true, his true gifts and his true devotion is this fact that he literally was just like, I trust God's promises. I trust who God is over everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're going to try to draw out this Sunday as we li- listen and, and learn about Caleb is like, do do we trust God? Right. Do we trust that He has good for us? Do we trust that He uh, loves us? Do we trust that He cares for us? Do we trust that His promises are true? Um, and sometimes, like I said in my own life, I don't. Like I, mm-hmm. I'll walk for a, a day or a, or a week or a month and be like, I haven't trusted God at all yeah. for this time period. Yeah. And that's just a space where you can be like, all right, we need to check. We need to get back into this this spot of saying, placing our faith, placing our hope, placing our trust in God. And that's such so powerfully seen through through Caleb. Um, and then we see the 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 wandering in the desert. So like this is overlapping with Moses' story. They wander for forty years, mm-hmm. and then after that, they fight with the Canaanites for five years. Yep. And then at the ripe old age of eighty five, he goes in to battle the Anakites. And in Joshua 15, 13 through 14 states that his confidence was purely out of his faith in the promises of God. Yep. Like it had to be because he was 85 walking in to try to go to war. Like, like there was no like tanker that he was sitting in. Like Mm -hmm. he's going in like battling, um, and and he his faith was just completely in the Lord and and they conquer and over the course you can read in his story they conquer many different tribes and many different nations as they complete the promises of the Lord, um, but again what we see over this entire time is his just complete and utter devotion to the Lord yeah his faith and his trust in the Lord and C.S. Lewis the the famous author wrote the Chronicles of Narnia the Screw Tape mm-hmm. Letters all all of those um, he writes this. He says, the Christian way is different. It's harder and easier. Christ says, give me all. I don't want so much of your time and so much of your money and so much of your work. I want you. 
I have not come to torment your natural self, but to kill it. No half measures are any good. I don't want to cut off a branch here and a branch there. I want to have the whole tree down. Hand over the whole natural self, all the desires which you think innocent, as well the ones you think wicked, the whole outfit. I will give you a new self instead. In fact, I will give you myself. My own will shall become yours. And I think this is what Caleb embodied. Yeah, absolutely. Like he gave his entire self. He gave his entire being, his entire trust to the Lord and let the Lord take that and let the Lord walk with that. Yeah. And I think that's what is so powerful about this this person in Scripture. While we never really hear about Caleb, we hear about Moses, we hear about Joshua, David, Abraham, mm-hmm. Solomon, all these people. But Caleb is this just like little character, little person in in the Scriptures. Right. That's like, hey, we're I'm going to follow the Lord. Yeah. Over even when nobody else is, I'm yeah. I'm going to follow the Lord. And I think that's one of the more impressive things as well is you got ten other people coming back and saying you know hey this is what i think and he's standing there completely outnumbered going mm. actually this is what i you know and mm. so he's going completely against kind of culture yeah right and completely outnumbered but he's standing up for his yeah. faith uh and to the point where like a whole group of people are getting mad and frustrated at him mm. so you know the stones that this guy's got yeah. in the face of adversity, I think it's actually really impressive and not oh, to yeah. be overshadowed. No, for sure. I mean, he he literally embodies the faith and trust in God while everybody who is supposed to be embodying the yeah. faith and trust in God is like, no, I don't trust him. And, and, and Caleb's like, no, I'm going to. Exactly. And like outnumbered five to one, both him and Joshua. Yeah, like exactly. Five people per, per, like they were like, completely and utterly having to stand out in a, in and amongst the entirety of the Hebrews to be like, yeah, we believe that God will deliver us. Right. Even when we, when we're battling people that were like, yeah, it honestly probably did look from outward perspective. Like, yeah, there's no way we're doing that. Yeah. There's yeah. no way we're doing that. Yeah. For um, sure. That would be like Tommy and I playing sports or Tommy and you playing sports. Everybody would be like, there's no way Tommy's going to win any of this. Yeah. Like it would only <laughs> take a, a work of God in that regard. Um, I'm sorry. I had to get a jab on Tommy. We brought him on the podcast now, so everybody knows a little oh, bit yeah. about him. He's in trouble. Um, so if we were to look at uh, the Facebook of Caleb, what kind of quick things would we see on there? Man, this one's a small one. Yeah. <laughs> this one's a small one. I mean, he's a pretty legit dude. Yeah. Um, but there's not a lot of facts we know just because right. he's he's not this massive character in, in Scripture, massive person in, in Scripture. Um but one of the first, one of the unique things, and we'll get, we're going to get into the book of, of Judges in a, in a couple weeks, um, is that his son-in-law, Othniel, was the first judge and, and married his, his daughter, Aksa, mm-hmm. um, which, is, which is fascinating just because I think like God uses the line. God uses, um, God uses these people in order uh, it, it, through scripture, through um, his story to bring about his purposes. So while Caleb isn't this massive person within, within scripture, he is a, he does continue to help the line of people God uses in the, in the Israelites, right. um, Israelites realm realm. So there's whole, there's honestly not a lot we know about Caleb. Yeah. Like yeah. he's, he's just not like Moses. We could spend days on, right. um, same thing with Abraham. There's just because there's chapters upon chapters yeah. upon chapters, whereas Caleb there's there's not, not much, but yeah. Um, but a great story early on in the Bible about, you know, faith and standing up to adversity and just being different 
and mm. also like sticking to your convictions. Oh yeah, right for sure. So I, I think it's fantastic story, and I'm excited to hear more about it on Sunday. So again, Anson, thank you so much for all the research you're doing. This is a great journey that we're on. We're so glad that you guys are joining and listening in with us. And again, thank you so much. See you later, Anson. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.